Hey there, horror movie tea sippers. The following podcast episode will contain spoilers for the movie we are about to review. If you have not seen the movie and do not wish to have anything ruined prematurely, please do not continue to watch or listen until you have seen the movie. And welcome to the Horror Movie Tea Podcast. Today we are covering Prey, the pretty recent 2022 Predator movie. Yes. Uh, a prequel, one might say. But before we go into the review, let's grab our cups and talk about tea. So for tea, using my chronic condition mug because my arthritis is getting worse with the changing oh. seasons. <laughs> um, I am drinking... Changing at the time of this recording. Yeah, at the time of this recording. <laughs> it will be very different at the time of year that this comes yes. out. But anyways, actually, it would be in the changing seasons again. Potentially, Ish. but it could be better or worse. It depends. Yeah, we'll see. But I am changing things up a little bit. I am drinking the Republic of Tea. I am drinking their Calm Relax Tea. It's got uh, red rubose, cinnamon, orange flower, dandelion root, orange peel, ginger root, and vanilla flavor. And I will say definitely rec recommend this tea. If you're having a rough day and you just need a little bit more calm in your life. Well, we had similar mindsets. Oh. So I am using our I'm going to kill you at some point mug, <laughs> which is available on our Teespring. You can find the uh, the links to those on our website, horrormovietea.com, or you can just find it linked below. Um, and I am drinking Bigelow's chamomile honey vanilla or chamomile vanilla with honey rather Ooh. herbal tea it is caffeine free all natural and it has chamomile natural vanilla and honey flavors with other natural flavors and licorice root you know now that i think about it like i don't know if you've noticed that you say this but you always say all natural and that's what it says but but what i but i guess just have to say i know i know but it's like what tea would we be drinking that wouldn't be natural Unless some might have artificial flavors that's true but i don't think we've ever had a tea on the show that's had artificial flavors. Well, you and I are picky like that, but... <laughs> I mean, I don't care. I don't have anything against <laughs> artificial flavors, but... <laughs> Anyways, it's, it just but so happens are... that what I we know. pick... But it's like, are there teas with artificial flavors? Because that's I'm pretty like sure there soda. are some. Yeah, but um, they could coat certain things in artificial flavor. Okay. So. I'll have to look at that. But anyways... <laughs> <laughs> But for our lovely tea sippers out there, brew yourself a cup of tea, sit back, relax, and we hope you enjoy the review. I really want to say the, the Plum Deluxe thing, but I'm like, oh yeah, we're, we're not drinking a Plum Deluxe tea. <laughs> the rare occasion when we don't. Yes, but for the summary, credit to IMDb. Uh, Naru, a skilled warrior of the Comanche Nation, fights to protect her tribe against one of the first highly evolved predators to the land on Earth. It's like when the U.S. is first being settled 
by, yeah. you know, French and English settlers. <laughs> yeah. So for entertainment, I would give this a 7.5. I actually enjoyed this oddly a lot better than the first Predator movie. And I, I have a few theories as to why. But before I get into that, first I do want to touch on, like, I really enjoyed the introduction to the characters and what their lives look like. I feel like this movie did a really good job of, like, creating a good foundation before you thrust these characters into, you know, this high-tense situation. And it was very refreshing that, for once, like, Native Americans are portrayed not in a savage light or a, like, the hero native light, but just just as a person with, like, you know, full-fledged feelings and full-fledged lives, like, <laughs> like people. And the community, like, their actual heritage and community. Yeah, so that was really <laughs> refreshing, and I, I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah. I love the different shots and effects. I feel like... This movie did a really good job. Even though they had the effects to play around with the invisibility, they also had a lot of fun with it. Like, uh, you know, scenes where they like had blood on him and you saw how fast he was coming to them. And just like... Yes, when the grass is moving out of the way on the above, the overhead shot. Oh my God. Yeah, so scary. <laughs> and, and then that leads me to the tension in these scenes is like yes. great. It's like you seriously feel like these characters are in major danger. But it does a great job in making it still believable that they can outsmart the alien or whatever. But yeah, this movie definitely feels more like a horror film than an action film, which is kind of a twist from the original, I think. The original, even though it does have some horror elements, it really does have like the action movie tropes and stuff like that. Um, while this one is more like well-rounded characters with this creature that's like absolutely horrifying. So it's just kind of weird how those weird tweaks kind of like change the mood. And... Going back to, like, why I enjoyed this movie more than the original Predator, um, I really, I mean, if if you have listened to any more than two episodes by us, you know that I love me some character development and some well-rounded characters, and... This movie, it just, it's more, it's more my style. Like the, the previous Predator movie, like the original, it's like, yes, it's a good, solid action movie. But because of that, it's like, you do have these interesting characters, but they're not like super fleshed out to where you're like, oh, I'm super sad when one of them dies. You're just like, it's oh, a very localized story. Exactly. Compared to this one. Yeah, well, this one is that like you kind of understand the dynamics between the characters. You you kind of get a feel for, I don't know, their... Their relationships. Yeah, the relationships and mm -hmm. stuff like that. So it's like, I can just appreciate the character. And so it's like, whenever the predator appears and start stuff starts to happen, you're already at the advantage in this movie of you actually care about the characters and you don't want them to die. Like, whenever the lesser characters, like, 
her brother. Well, I guess he wasn't that Topic. much lesser of a a character. Or the the other. I think he was still technically a secondary character. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But or like the the other hunters is yeah. just kind of like there's just a little bit more weight to mm-hmm. it than with the the other movie. And then also just the the predator itself. It's like, yeah, the original movie is pretty scary and pretty threatening, but I don't know, something about this movie, I feel like it's the way that they portray him. It just it just felt more dangerous. I don't know how to describe it, but it just felt that way. Well, I mean, you can't get much more dangerous than watching the thing, even when he's stealthed, um, fight a bear. <laughs> with- yeah. That's With true. basically nothing. That's true. They do give a lot of examples of how powerful. Yeah, because they it fights a bear. It fights a grizzly. And then you see how fast it is. While, and then lifts it up. And then you see it like killing off people. While in yes. the original movie, all you have to go off of is, oh, it's invisible. And oh, it's killing off people. Like it doesn't give you as much context to really understand yeah. That it's not just their technology that makes them strong. They're just physically strong in general compared to us. But yeah, that that's all I got for for entertainment. I feel like entertainment wise it's it's pretty pretty solid, pretty up there. Yes. It is definitely a solid movie. I don't have nostalgia glasses obviously since this one just came out. But it is a really, really good movie. I am finding it extremely difficult to give it a rating because it's like between an 8 and an 8.5, but I keep going back and forth. So I'm going to split the difference for now and give it an 8.25 for now. The more I watch it, though, the more I love it and the more I get out of it. So this one, like a couple others in the past, has the potential of going up as well. From... All of the Predator movies, I would probably still grab the first one first. Again, mostly nostalgia. (laughs) (laughs) But this one would be a very close second. And to be able to watch them like back to back is ideal. Because it's just amazing. And we were saying in the previous episode where we reviewed Predator, it would be really, really great if they showed the predator less when he was stealth and just showed the environment moving around him and you not being able to really see him. They did that in this movie a few times and it was terrifying. Yeah. (laughs) It was everything we could have wanted from it. I (laughs) wish they did it a little bit more because there were some scenes where you could still kind of see like what's behind him in the environment kind of offset a little bit. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, just kind of bent, like light bending and all. Like you're looking through a droplet of water. Mm -hmm. But it was a really cool effect. It was a heck of a lot better (laughs) than the aged effects of the first movie, for sure. And all around, it was just a bit deeper of a movie. Mm -hmm. And I think what really helped with that was the fact that it took place in the movie over several days instead of the original movie, which was just over like two days. (laughs) So this one, you got more time with the characters. You got to see their personality when they first started versus where they ended up throughout the movie. Of course, some of them died (laughs) in the middle. Yeah. 
But even then, some of them still had growth. Her brother admitted, you see things that I miss. And you were the reason why I was able to take out that lion, the mountain lion. So he was able to grow and develop and admit that she is better at some things than he let on. And to apologize and to encourage her to not give up. So it was really touching to see a lot of those scenes. And for her to come back with this heaviness of, you know, I just lost some tribes members. I just lost my brother. But I defended the rest of my tribe by taking out this threat. Also, I'm bringing news of another threat of the settlers that are encroaching on our territory. And we need to move so that our tribe is safe. Yeah, like this movie definitely actually has character growth. Mm -hmm. While the original, it's like Arnold's being Arnold, where it's like he's already (laughs) badass and he defeats it. You just see him being more badass. And then the movie's over. Yeah, Yeah. it's like you don't really feel like there's any sort of character growth. While this is like you're on the journey with her, like you're Mm -hmm. watching her struggle and then overcome. And yeah, it definitely gives you a lot more satisfying of an end. Yeah, and she's portrayed in the beginning also as kind of an underdog. Yeah. A bit more of a novice. She hasn't really gone on any hunts before, not any formal hunts. She hasn't taken the rite of passage yet for hunters. And a lot of the tribes members are acting like she shouldn't be allowed to. Like, she doesn't have what it takes to be a hunter. She should just be a gatherer and forager like most of the other women. And they try to keep her down. So she is portrayed more as the underdog or the the padfoot. <laughs> so it's nice to see her skills improve as well mm-hmm. as the movie progresses. Yeah. So And she is very creative and inventive. And it's great to see it. Mm-hmm. And the dog lives. Yes. <laughs> this is one of the few movies that I don't have to take off points for the tragic and awful and unwarranted dog death. <laughs> they do kill off a, a coyote, which makes me kind of sad. But there's some revenge there, at least a little bit, when the skull is used against the predator. Yeah. So it serves him right. Rude. Yeah, there are some pretty badass moments. <laughs> yes. And they actually use Native American descended cast members in this one. They didn't go out on the street and grab random people or big, big actors and actresses just because their face would be recognizable. They went and found people of this heritage so they could be properly portrayed. And that is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And super appreciated. Yeah. It definitely, Uh, like, it, it. you feel a sense, it feels a lot more genuine. It does. It does. And while she is kind of a novice in some situations, she has great knowledge of other things like their medicines and tracking. And again, she grows in the other areas where she kind of lacks at the beginning. But she's smart. She makes most of the time. She mostly makes intelligent decisions. And there's only a few that you're like, "Mm, (laughs) could have done a little better there. (laughs) 
but it that helps it feel more real as well yes, and more relatable being dumb yes they're not you know complete geniuses all the time but they're not completely stupid either just yeah. to make the plot progress yes so like she could have not attacked the bear when she was that close and with a wet bowstring after they had been talking about it just the day or two before <laughs> yeah but <laughs> she's lucky the dog had her back that's all i'm saying that's one of the few occasions though where i was yeah. like oh that was a little bit dumb of a moment yeah but besides that like it's pretty solid otherwise it's it's a very solid movie, and I would highly recommend this one. If you don't have the nostalgia glasses of the other movie, this would probably be the best one. Yeah. So that's what I got for entertainment. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> well, for <laughs> realism, this one's a toughie. Because yes. really, the, there's only one thing that really stuck out as like, okay, that's that's not really plausible but i mean that this is like alien coming to earth just to like hunt people aside yeah. which is which is already kind of there but yeah i don't know yeah i had to be real nitpicky with this one too because there's actually not that much yeah like they even have interactions between i think it's french traders yeah. And then the Comanche Nation. And I mean, yeah, like they're, they're the part where they're hunting and they come across a field that's a bunch of, is it buffalo that buffalo. have been skinned? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like the entire herd and they were just skinned. And then their their bodies yeah, were just they were fur like traders. all over the place. And... It, it, it's like I can just picture those being like accurate interaction, especially like how terribly mm -hmm. the traders treated the Comanche. And yeah, it was frustratingly realistic yeah. with those scenes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I, I I'm kind of dancing between a 5.5 and a 6.5. Or even a seven. Like I know it's really hard. I'm leaning towards a six point five to be perfectly honest. Which is one of the highest that I've ever given Yeah, like on this podcast. Like since since really the only two things I can uh, there's only two points I can think of that make it unrealistic, I think I'm gonna go ahead and jump up to a seven. Just cause, you know, taking into the the if it's even plausible mm -hmm for the predator to be interested in earth just to hunt is like that seems a little bit ridiculous but uh, i mean i could see it as we're the only one at least in our solar system that can support life so they would go there as a challenge to test their own strength especially since we have such a variety of life on our planet you could see him going through the different like food chain basically yeah so I could see that. But it is a little bit. It's a little It's bit. a little out there. I mean, it's an alien movie. Yeah. So, I mean, but, not alien. It's Predator. But yeah, y'all know what I mean. And then the, the second thing that this one, I was a lot more like, oh, okay. Like, this is a little bit out there is the plant. What's the name of the plant again, Jess? It's like Orange, orange Totsia. Thank you. 
Uh, and essentially, you eat this plant, and it lowers your body temperature to where the predator can't see your heat signature. Because I think a human body temperature can go down to, like, 96 and or 95, and you can technically still be okay. But anything below... I think it can go a little further than that. Because I know my normal body temp is around 96.7. Like, baseline normal body temp. Yeah. Well, the point is, it's like... Yeah. The, for the heat signature to not pick up, they would be way below 90 degrees. Mm-hmm. And so it's like They'd first... Be ambient temp. Yeah. So it's like first... Well, and then the fact that they were blue, though, that would show that they'd be below ambient temp, I believe. Well, I'm just saying ambient because that's how everything else was being displayed in the Predator's vision. Everything else looked that same bluish color. Okay, I thought it looked so. Okay, but anyways, uh, so it's like their their temperature not only had to become impossibly cold to where they would like like not be able to survive, but also that quickly because mm-hmm. they just eat it and then almost instantly just without going into shock. <laughs> yeah, like there's no way. Like you would mm-hmm. not be okay after that. And no symptoms either, apart from just feeling cold. Like, they didn't have stiffness. They weren't shivering or shaking, really. I mean, apart from the guy that was super injured that they were carrying back mm-hmm. that had been attacked by a mountain lion. So... <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, that didn't make sense. <laughs> no. But really, that that's all I got. I mean, there there's super nitpicky things here and there I could think of like maybe you know naru not listening to her brother and then you know going with the wet bow but i mean that's still plausible it's not like oh it's definitely un- plausible that's a sibling thing hundred percent hundred percent spiteful sibling <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there's really not a whole lot i can think of that sticks out as uh as much as the the flower so that's all i got so I'm going to give it a 6.5. Again, this is an extremely difficult movie to rate. It is one of the most realistic movies we have ever seen, mm-hmm. to be perfectly honest. Which like, is crazy. Like, who would have known? Like, allowing for the Predator <laughs> and his tech because Alien. But it was mostly, like, the effects were amazing when they would show, like... The severed limbs and the gashes from the mountain lion and um, other wounds, various wounds that they showed throughout the movie. A lot of it looked extremely realistic. They looked painful. Yeah. But there were a couple things like when she got her leg stuck in the trap, the bear trap, and it didn't snap her leg. Or when the dog sat on it with his tail and the tail didn't get snapped. He just had a wound. That didn't seem very realistic at all. Um, and even if it didn't break her leg, she still would have had a hell of a time walking on it, let alone running and jumping mm-hmm. and doing all these things, these athletic maneuvers when she's fighting the predator. And I know adrenaline's a thing, but it'll only get you so far. <laughs> so... No. I do appreciate that even if this flower doesn't 
really exist and the effects are completely exaggerated. I do appreciate that when they're bringing back the warrior that got attacked by the mountain lion, because it brings down the body temp and slows the blood flow, she does mention that he would bleed out if he warmed up before they got him actual help. So she said, do you want him to be comfortable or do you want him to be alive? Yeah. So I, I do appreciate that. That was very, very smart. Um, it's also more likely to clot a little bit to help the healing process if the blood is slower. Yeah. So that was good. The fact that she's smart enough to be like, these tracks are weird. We've never seen these before. That's not a bear. Also, bears don't skin snakes. <laughs> Nothing that we know of skins snakes like this. And sees the other odd signs and doesn't just completely write it off. Mm -hmm. That seems a lot more realistic because in most yeah. other horror movies, they're like, oh, this is fine. Nah, and they'll just explain it away. Yeah. It was definitely a bear. No, that's just a weird coyote. <laughs> yeah. And we also forgot to mention, though, how like creative it is that she used the predator's strengths against him. Yes. And how you yes. got to see like the the evolution mm -hmm. of the predator weapons as well. Yes. She watches and she learns. And then she applies what she learns. Mm -hmm. So just like with her hatchet, when she comes across a problem where, you know, it would be best if she, you know, misses her shot with the hatchet, if she were able to get it back faster, and then she devises a way, you know, let me make this rope, attach it, and then I'll keep that rope attached to me so that I can get my hatchet back faster. Yeah. So I don't have to run and get it. I can pull it to me. That was really and then smart. Yes. And then she practices with it so she's good with it. And then she's able to use it not just when hunting, but in actual defense or offensive situations when she's fighting against the traitors. Yeah, I, I would say so. probably the the biggest danger of having rope onto a hatchet that you could pull back is you could easily accidentally cut yourself. Yeah, <laughs> you could, but that's why she practiced so that you yeah. know, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> or she would at least be able to mostly avoid it. <laughs> yeah. I do find it interesting that they didn't show like the hatchet getting stuck and the rope breaking. Or her just not being able to pull it. <laughs> because I feel like that would have been a bit more accurate if on occasion that happened. Like she was unable to use the rope to pull it out of whatever. Because it was buried in too hard. Maybe. Depending on how you pull it. Like if you could make yeah. like a seesaw motion that at least like help leverage it out. I think. Yeah, potentially. But the rope could have also potentially have slid off of the handle. Yeah. So... That's I feel true. like that was, they could have made a little bit of use of that, and it would have been a bit more realistic. Again, these are little tiny nitpicky mm -hmm. things. <laughs> I like that because she's a novice, they show her hesitation in different situations. Mm -hmm. Like, there is a difference. They do show her patience, but there's a clear difference between patience and hesitation. And they do show her using both. So there are times when she really waits to line up the perfect shot. And there are other times when you can tell that she's just frozen and she hesitates when she should have just done the thing. 
Mm-hmm. Thrown the spear, shot the bow, whatever. Mm-hmm. Do the thing. <laughs> it does get better, her hesitation. And that gets better with her experience. She doesn't really hesitate at the end. And she knows that she can't hesitate because if she does, she's dead. Yeah. And I think that helped her work through it a little bit. Yeah. That and the uh, white settlers. I say white. They're French fur traders, but. European. (laughs) European. (laughs) Settlers being extremely wasteful. Which I get it. If they're fur traders, their main trade is the fur. That's what they're mainly after. And that is a ton of meat. And there's no way they'd be able to take it all with them. That's hundreds of thousands, like into the thousands of pounds of meat for all of that herd of buffalo. And it's not going to keep that long. It's not going to keep. They're not going to be able to consume all of it. They're not going to be able to take all of it. Like, that's a lot to transport. And they had a few horses, but I don't remember seeing really any carts If there were, there weren't many. So they were traveling fairly light for the most part. And those carts, if they had them, were probably mostly used for their gear and the furs that they were able to get. Which will take up a lot of space. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why earlier I said it was frustratingly accurate (laughs) to see that. I feel like they still should have shown at least a couple of buffalo that had some meat missing. Because they wouldn't have wasted all of it, I feel like. I think they would have taken at least some of it. If nothing else for that night's meal. Yeah. But otherwise, seeing that was... It was (laughs) anger-inducing. But also accurate (laughs) at the same time. um, The biggest thing, though, like Alyssa said, was that flower. And the effects of said flower. Not causing shock or hypothermia or... (laughs) Or any other effects of, you know, not being able to move very easily, still having all coherent thought. Because when you're super, super, super cold, you can't move very well. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, maybe it's just me being a a Texas girl, but I can't think very well when I'm super cold either. (laughs) So I feel like that was not very accurate and not realistic (laughs) especially the level that they brought the the blood temperature to but but that's what i got out of it so yeah otherwise again very realistic movie you feel very much immersed in it and it's hard to rate this movie yeah like overall I definitely think it's worth the watch and I'd be interested to hear how what everyone else thinks about the movie. Absolutely. They did a fantastic job with this one. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait to see what other things potentially come from this. Yeah. But thank you as always for joining us today and comment on what you thought of the movie If you would like to recommend a movie, game, or tea and keep up to date with our content, you can find us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and most places you listen to podcasts. And if you'd like to support the podcast, please subscribe, like, and share our content. We also have, again, our Teespring and our website and PayPal donate button if you'd like to support us monetarily. 
And all of those sites mentioned will be linked below. So <laughs> until the next time, guys, stay safe and stay spoopy. Bye. Bye.